0: Everyone, this is Nick from Mecca Warehouse, and today we're back with weekly update number 85, I believe. Kind of crazy. Uh let's just jump right into it with week in review. This is where I talk about what's been going on in the warehouse, things that are coming up, stuff like that. Uh first off, before I forget, uh check out the video we posted up on Wednesday. We did a final tour of the space here. As you've been probably hearing, we're gonna hopefully be moving in the near future. And I thought it was a would be cool to kind of capture the warehouse in its current state and show just how packed things are right now Uh, so if you're interested in that stuff definitely check that out Uh, we're hoping to do a new tour in the new space once we get there in the next you know I don't know month or two whenever that is Uh, other than that though I've got a few things to talk about one of the (laughs) the things when we were talking yesterday trying to figure out what I was going to talk about today it's kind of crazy that there's, there's almost like, like no specific update in a lot of ways, just a whole lot of crazy. Cause just everything's felt like at this up tempo pace, tons of stuff coming in constantly. We're checking in stuff constantly every week. It seems like we're packing orders, you know, for two or three days, like nonstop trying to catch up from the the weekends, restock stuff like that. And it's just, been kind of crazy even though there's been no specific event happening that's like, oh, this is the thing that's crazy. It's just like the new normal for us. Really looking forward to being in the new warehouse because it means we'll be able to run two packing stations so that multiple days of trying to catch up should hopefully go away. The uh you know the extra space is gonna make check-in two to ten times faster because you're not going to have to worry about where to put things. We'll just be able to put them on the empty spot, a spot on the shelf, things like that. And so I'm really looking forward to that because it'll make everything easier. It feels a lot right now like the last few weeks maybe felt in the attic when we were back in the attic days because things were just so tight that we were every operation took three extra steps just to make it work and that's kind of what it feels like right now so hopefully we'll get this lease signed soon on the lease front we're still waiting for our draft lease the letter of intent signed i think i said that last week apparently the landlord's uh, attorney is otherwise occupied at the moment but we should hopefully get something the next day or two fingers crossed and then we'll be able to uh, get that lease figured out and start making plans to move On the hiring side, uh, one of our new hires, uh, for now at least, David 1, started on Monday. He's got a couple shifts down now. Uh, David 2, at least that's what we'll call them, until uh, we we come up with nicknames that stick, I guess, is starting. Pretty much right after I film this, we'll be uh, onboarding him and starting his first day. So uh, that's been a little bit helpful, having another set of hands to uh, to do stuff like picking so we can take the more experienced uh, members of the team and put them on things like check-in, packing, stuff like that. That's been good. And uh, the one other thing, I, I want to rant a little bit. I, uh, I just randomly got a notification the other day about uh, a tweet some other shop posted up. And I just happened to, to look at it. I have no idea why I looked at it. It was just a random thing on my phone. And I, I went on this thing, and they, they were talking about, here's your weekly reminder that X, Y, and Z are in stock. And when I looked up the prices on X, Y, and Z on their site, I it was like, I kind of understand why they're still in stock. Uh, I mean, that said, we still have a lot of the same things in stock ourselves, but it, it just it blows my mind that there are shops that are charging way above MSRP on things. we talked about having to increase our prices. We dropped the discount codes uh, a few weeks ago in order to not have to raise our prices quite so high. And it's just, I don't know, it feels wrong and weird. And I, like, I really want to troll some of these people just because like, what, what are you doing? Like maybe, maybe that's how it has to work for where they're at. Maybe they've got local expenses that make sense. But to me, I just, I've been so focused when I started Mecca Warehouse on trying to not have to compromise one thing for the other, right? Usually customer service, price, speed, all those kinds of things are like the things that you're trading off. Maybe your prices are lower and your customer service isn't as good or your customer service is great, but your prices are higher. Things like that. I just don't get why you can't do all of them at least fairly well. I think that we, we try to here. It's like one of our, our things, Our customer service is really good. Until recently, we ship things as fast as we possibly can. We're still trying to ship as fast as we can. We're just having trouble keeping up a little bit. But we'll be resolving that in a few weeks when we get to the new warehouse. And we'll be able to pick up to our our flat out, super fast, uh, getting it out the door again. And our prices, we're trying to keep our prices as low as possible. I just, I don't know. I I don't get it. Hopefully you guys appreciate that. Our, my my mission when I set up to do Mecca Warehouse was to create a one-stop. You don't need to even look anywhere because you can just trust that our prices are the best prices, that they're not going to fluctuate because something's in demand and we're the only store that has it in stock. And you can just trust that you're not going to get ripped off. And uh, I don't know. I just wanted to talk about that because I just when I see these things pop up other places – Like that, where sometimes the deal's pretty good, maybe because they're overstocked, and sometimes the deal's not so good because they only have a few, or because they're the only store that has it. Like that, just it seems. I guess it's business, but it seems shady and gross to me. So, uh, I guess that is what it is. Uh, Moving on, next tips. Uh, Last week we talked about clipping uh, pegs for painting. And uh, this week we're gonna talk about uh, organizing parts for painting. Uh, this came actually as a question from Santana. So I guess maybe she wants to paint. Um, so what I do is I've done this kind of two different ways. It depends on the size and complexity of the kit. For high grades, this this works pretty well, especially if it's a simple kit. And I use little organizers like this uh, to separate my parts out, I'll use the the different sections for different types of parts. You know, maybe this section is one section for arm, an arm. The other section for the other arm. A section for a leg, etc. And that lets me put all the similar parts together, which makes it easier to find them and organize them. And then, when it's time to paint them, I'll take them out, sand them down, do any final checks on them, wash them, put them on the sticks. The uh, The other method I've been using on my most recent builds, just because it was a more complex build, is actually to partially disassemble it as I go and use the kit itself as the organizer. So I started off with painting arms and some accessories because they were the first things I could take off of it. Take them off, disassemble them, do all those same steps and set them up. And then I just had the, uh, the mobile suit without the arms and without the accessories sitting there. And then the next step, I think I did legs, so I could pull the legs off of it, etc. And that seems to work pretty well too. If you're disassembling to paint, uh, I'm curious what other people do. Uh, getting things on sticks, having enough space to do everything, has always been kind of a challenge for me. And I've always been curious when you start getting those really complex builds, how do you go about it? Uh, so if you're if you paint, let me know what you do uh, down in the comments. All right. So next up, let's do pre-orders. So we've got, I think, six new pre-orders this week, uh, two from Bandai, two from Mega House, and uh, a couple others. So Bandai AvaFrame 04. So this is, I think, the fourth installment of the AvaFrame series. These are like, they're not quite model kits in the traditional sense, but they're parts that you put together uh, they come in the United States, at least the United States versions. There's a fixed frame with the armor, as well as an articulating frame that you can move that armor onto. I've done a, a G-frame, which is like the, the Gundam equivalent, and it was, was you know, interesting. Kind of cool. Not quite the same experience as a model kit, but uh, if you're into those designs, it might be cool. Uh, Bandai also, uh, Bandai Shokugan, put out uh, a set called Splatoon Weapons Collection. I'm not super familiar with Splatoon, but you basically have a bunch of squirt gun and other random type weapons, so to speak. I think they're probably weapons in whatever that game is. I'm hoping the scale's right to have it make sense to you know be able to put a super soaker in Gundam's hands. That that seems pretty pretty cool to me. But you might find that interesting. We're selling that as a set of all eight from Mega House. They've got two two new GGG Gundam Guys Generation and Gundam. Girls' Generation, Paptimus, Sirocco, and Emachine from Zeta Gundam. So those are just statues, some of our first handful of steps into the whole statue thing. So worth checking out if you're into statues and figures and the like. We also got from Plum the Lainos Land Warfare Specification, uh, and Oshima has the Space Runway Ideon. I'm not super familiar with the source materials for either of those, but uh, they do look like interesting designs as well. Okay, next up, let's do restocks. We're gonna run around, maybe not actually run around, but uh, probably shuffle around the warehouse and check out what we got in. Let's start off with the Full Mechanics Gun VDAR. We've had this one in stock. Uh, Several times relatively recently, but every time we do, they tend to go pretty quick. I don't think we got a massive number this time, so definitely jump on those quick if you want one. We also got the – that's convenient – the new Gundam entry grade. So This is the latest entry grade. The other ones have been uh, pretty good. I expect this one to be pretty popular because it is the new Gundam. You can see it's a pretty large box compared to the other entry grades, which were the smaller boxes. So that larger size definitely comes out in the box there. So it'll be interesting. We got a good number of these, thankfully. The, uh, next up, we got the Gold Sarcophagus from, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Ultima Gear. This is supposed to go with that Millennium Puzzle. Only thing I want to say, note about this one, is this box is heavy. There's a lot of plastic in here for the, the amount of size, which is just really interesting, uh, heavier than you'd expect. The other one we got is the Gundam The Origins Goo Rambo Raw. This looks like an awesome kit. The Origins kits are, in general, really cool. I had to snag one myself because it just it looks, looks cool. I couldn't resist. Next up, we got the V-O, the HG-V-O. It's been a couple years since I've seen this. I think we had it back in the, the attic. Uh, another bulky, high-grade kit. Uh, I've built it, so I can't really speak to it, but it looks interesting. Also over in this section we got, which one is this? Kimaris Vdar H G I B O. HG IBO, so another IBO kit back around. I think we've had this one a handful of times, but IBO kits tend to be pretty popular. A few more over here. We've got uh, maybe about a dozen of these armored special carriers from this aim line. It's basically a truck to carry them, I think. Kind of an interesting setup there, so that's a little bit different. Might be interesting if you're into that series. We also got uh, the Master Grade RX-78 3.0 back in stock. I think this is a great kit. I've got one myself. It's actually sitting over on our display case in the, the corner. A lot of detail, tons of part separation. Definitely a uh, above the average for, for Master Grades in terms of things like like those kinds of details. HG Gunnam Gusion Rebake Full City, so another IBO kit. We've had these in stock recently too, I think, but IBO kits do tend to go pretty quick, generally speaking. This one's got that interesting scissor weapon thing. All right, we also got topped off on some action bases. We got both the, the five, action base five clear and black. These are the generally kind of a smaller action base for high grades an alternative to the action base twos, um, and just a decent action base all around. Okay, three, five, one, eight. All right, here we go. So another age kit, age one full Glansa. Uh, We've been getting a bunch of age kits in recently. I haven't built this one either. I haven't built any of them actually, but uh, this one's back in stock. Interesting colors, kind of bulky. I guess probably an add on armor for the age one or something. Uh, let's see. Okay, four thousand four one one seven four two one six. I guess we'll just do four one one seven. All right, uh, Ultimate Gear Millennium Puzzle. So, this is what goes with that sarcophagus I showed earlier. Uh, so, these have been interesting. This one's interesting in that. There's instructions to build the pieces of the puzzle, but not how to put the puzzle together. So uh, if you happen to buy this kit, be prepared to try to figure out how to put together the Millennium puzzle. Okay, next to uh, 30-Minute Missions Seal Nova Green. Any of these 30-Minute Missions kits are are pretty good. I haven't built this one either. Bulky legs, kind of got that, uh, almost like a Virtue kind of vibe with the the big legs. Uh, We also got the... uh, The HG Gundam Gremory, another IBO kit. These have been pretty popular when we've got them in. Uh, I forget how many we got in this time, but that one should be pretty popular. 4317. aha. Build Fighters, Gundam. Gundam, Gundam Exia Dark Matter. So this was the, I think the final opposition, I think in Build Fighters. So, interesting kit. Can't wait for the Master Grades of that to come back around. Also got this Pokemon Quick Eevee in. So, definitely check that one out. Last, last two for the kits. Alright, so we also got the uh, option parts set for Sengoku Armor. We didn't get a ton of these in and they've been fairly popular. So, if you want one of those, I would jump on it very quick. And we also got the masked Rider Den-O in. We only literally got like four of these though. So if you're a common rider fan, definitely don't wait on those. So we also got uh, these Mecha Warehouse Snapback Hats in. Uh, these are a limited order. What we got is what we got. And we're probably not going to get any more. We might do a different hat design in the future. Uh, so if you're interested in these, I wouldn't wait because they're not going to get restocked. Uh, In addition to the hats, we also got a decent-sized Delpy restock, first Delpy restock in a while, a bunch of different decals, some of the decals we've got a deeper stock than usual because of some ordering changes, which is part of why it's been such a long delay since the last time we ordered, got some accessories and parts and all that kind of stuff too, so uh, definitely check that stuff out. All right, that's all we got for restocks this week. Definitely check out what we got in. And uh, let's do Q&A. So this is the part of the video where I answer questions from you, the viewer. If you have a question you want answered, post it in the comments below, and I'll do my best to answer it next week. Uh, First up, plastic germs. Given a chance to be in a room with all the Gundam model kits that have been produced, what is one kit that you'd grab to take home? It's basically the same answer as my Grail kit, which is the the MG Jesta Canon. It was a P-Bandai release that we tried to get when we were a really early business back when we were doing P-Bandai. The, uh, the intermediary that we went through to get stuff from the Japan P-Bandai site had it up and offered, but they weren't able to get me any. And, uh, I was really disappointed about that. So that's, that's the one I need to get. And I'm on, on the market for Dendrobium next time they get reprinted too. Uh, Fun question, whiskey or tequila? I'd have to say tequila only because of Tequila Gundam because I don't actually drink, but uh, yeah, we'll go with that. Okay, next up, M. Hobby Stuff. When you choose a custom color set, how do you decide what colors to use? This is a great question. I don't really have a super scientific method. I know there's like you can look at color wheels and there's all sorts of color theory of what colors go well together, you know, complementary colors and all that kind of stuff. I mainly just go with what I think is going to look cool. I I definitely will paint spoons like most people do, like as color tests. And I will take the colors I'm thinking or the shades I'm thinking of using. And I'll, you know, take a spoon and mask it and try to put all those colors together on the spoon. Or multiple spoons so I can put them together and kind of test them that way and make sure that they look good. Uh, But there's nothing super scientific. It's just been kind of, you know, finger in the wind. See, see what... Feels good in the moment, and uh, if I like how they're looking, then I'll go with it. Okay, next up from Perlis Have you ever attempted a diorama build or have a favorite type of scene that diorama builders make space, dystopia, battle scenes, etc.? This is a great question. Technically, no, although I did build a uh, scratch build a hangar base thing for an SD ground Gundam I did way back a few years ago. So I guess that's the kind of like a diorama. Um, other than that, I haven't, but I really want to to try some stuff. I got some ideas for doing a little desert scene for my uh, Leo that I've got. I want to build a, like a forest scene with some of the submachines that I've got uh, on the backlog. And I got some space diorama ideas for some Gundam Wing stuff. So I definitely want to, I just haven't had a chance to. I, I don't really have a specific type that I prefer. I do know that I really like the work that's done by, um, what's his name, Luke Toen. Uh, Boulder Creek Railroad, I think, is his channel on YouTube. He does a ton of diorama stuff. His videos are incredible to watch, and I, I feel like if someone held a gun to my head, I'd almost be able to do a diorama just because I've watched probably everything he's put out, like, twice. It's just it's that good. All right. All Tyson knocked asks, thank you for the RG high new. You're welcome. We still got a bunch of them in stock. If anybody else needs one, a question, do you play the game Gundam battle operation two, because they just released the Kshatriya on it and I can't even get on it, get it on there. It's a bummer. I, I do not, I don't play any Gundam games right now. I don't play, uh, much in the way of games in general. Uh, I went on a brief Stardew Valley kick for a while and, uh, but I think I've kind of kind of moved past that now, and I'm back to just trying to get my head above water with everything else going on. I think that's all I've got for questions this week. So remember, if you have a question you want answered, post it down in the comments below, and I'll see you next week. Thanks for watching.